Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. WWE Extreme Rules 2022 predictions time. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, and I'm joined by... Oh, great. Oh, it's, it's, it's Extreme Rules. Sorry, sorry. For podcast listeners, Ollie is trying to hit me with a chair. Dink. Do you remember that time you hit me with a chair? Yeah. And it actually was quite painful. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I didn't know. Um, I just thought it was all gimmick, but <laughs> it was a shoot chair. They made it look so easy in the Attitude Era. Dink. <laughs> I am Lugo in DAD. I'm joined by Oliver Davis. Sorry, who who am I? Which attitude star am I? <laughs> Gerald Briscoe. Yeah. <laughs> the lightest chair shot ever seen. The tink heard round the world. Uh, and we're here to do our Extreme Rules 2022 predictions because it is Triple H's first B show mm. of uh, of his creative regime, uh, which I think is quite an exciting thing to kind of learn what the difference now looks between a SummerSlam Clash of the Castle and an Extreme Rules. Well, I think Triple H, as we saw in NXT, there is no B-show. All the takeovers were balls-out phenomenal. The TV, on the other hand, is always B. (laughs) We've got always B TV shows. It's one of my favourite things about Triple H thus far. Consistent three out of five roars every single week that just build to a five out of five pay-per-view. I can't, you can't complain with that. And you can run off that goodwill from the pay-per-view for weeks. Absolutely you can. And I think he will do the same thing here because, well, we should probably open with this. Mm-hmm. The big tease going into this pay-per-view, the theory is it's going to happen here. Will Bray Wyatt or will the White Rabbit be revealed at Extreme Rules? Wyndham Rotunda, The Fiend. He goes by many names. Um, We'll probably find out what his new name is for this gimmick, whether it is the White Rabbit. Yeah, so this is the the main question, because when you look at this card, it is exciting. I really, I really cannot wait to see a lot of the matches. Imperium versus the Brutes. Yes, please. I can't wait for that. But storyline wise, headline wise, this is the biggest thing at the moment in wrestling kayfabe wise you know because yeah. there's, there's all this stuff in AEW, yeah. and it's funny i was thinking about this three years ago almost to the day we had everyone very very excited about the fiend's first 
title shot, Hell in a Cell, Seth Rollins. The Fiend was the hottest thing in wrestling. The same week that SmackDown went live on Fox and Brock Lesnar squashed Kofi Kingston in a few seconds and the first ever episode of AEW Dynamite. It's like people misremember that as, oh yeah, Dynamite was the biggest thing that week. Nuh-uh. No, it, it was, was The Fiend. It was Cain Velasquez. Was, what, what, what did he do? Cain Velasquez debuted on that SmackDown when they moved to Fox. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he and Brock Lesnar had that terrible match in Saudi Arabia. Because everyone was like, is that Dominic? <laughs> Why has he come out with Ray? And now look. Now look at him, part of Judgment Day. Cain Velasquez turned heel on <laughs> Ray Mysterio and joined Judgment Day. Right, so just do you think Bray Wyatt will show up on Extreme Rules? Now, this is going to be one of those things where WWE have not said that he is going to be on this show. They haven't even said Bray. They have not said the White Rabbits will be on the show this week. But it's been heavily implied through the QR code videos that Extreme Rules is going to be the show that he shows up on, or whoever the White Rabbit is. It's Bray Wyatt, but whoever the White Rabbit is. So I think yes, because I think if it's not, I think there will be a, a group of people, whether rightly or wrongly, will be massively disappointed that there's no, I think there may be people tuning into this show just for that white rabbit reveal. A hundred percent. And it's, we've got numbers to back this up, which is the best way to win any argument. You know, when you pull out a load of numbers, you look at all these. So the Bray Wyatt teases, the, sorry, the white rabbit teases were happening. And it, in the early days, it would just indicate a time and a place. And people figured out that one of those times and places was like, 9.16pm at that Friday Smackdown. That Friday Smackdown, which is about two weeks ago, got a monster rating. Like, the biggest Smackdown viewership figure in a couple of years. Up 400,000 people. That's like a 20-25% increase. You're welcome for that, by the way, because we had a WrestleTalk News saying, debut this Friday. So if you... Triple H, you know, I, I like donuts and muffins, so you can send those mm -hmm. in the post. So th that... Unfortunately, that level of viewership was not maintained because ultimately that tease was revealed to be a tease for another tease, yeah. which was, well, now you want to tune into Raw. And then Raw's was, oh, you might want to watch SmackDown. I think this is a good way. I, I think it's I, great. I like how they're drip feeding this. And in an ideal world, I don't think you pull the trigger at Extreme Rules. You keep the anticipation going. But you've got to look at the numbers and the numbers don't lie. They spell disaster, Samoa Joe, for you at sacrifice. Because those 400,000 people who tuned into that SmackDown didn't watch Raw. Nor did they watch the next week's SmackDown. So really, numerically, they WWE missed the the peak of interest. I, I think that, like, I'll be honest, going by like Twitter reactions as well, which I know you can't really judge a lot mm. of things on. There has been less chatter about the White Rabbit since like those first weeks of it happening. Like when they did the first QR code on Raw and then a guy walked, it was the show they did in Anaheim, I think. And then a guy walked in, a, uh, in the background holding up another sign which had a QR code on it. That interest was like huge, really, really big. And I think since then, it's less and less so. Like I checked Twitter this morning, no one's posting the QR code that was on Raw this week. Like no one's talking about it now. So I, I, I agree with you, actually. I think we have sort of missed the, the peak of its popularity. And if you delay at Extreme Rules, like if at Extreme Rules, it's just another QR code to say, watch the season premiere of Raw, which could mm. well be the case because they want the season premiere of Raw to be a really big show. 
I think you may just leave a lot of people despondent and actually actively annoyed by the constant, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Yeah, it's it's a change in mentality. Like, I think we, and maybe a lot of you also share this idea that slow, long-term booking is the best. But actually, now we're getting a lot of slow, long-term booking. That It's actually from a nostalgia lens because... In the 90s, you could tell those sorts of stories, but now everything moves at a much faster clip. And I, I, I would slightly push back. I slightly disagree with that mm. because this is not long-term storytelling. This is just long-term teasing. Mm. Well, they're not telling a story at the moment. They're just telling you to, they're just giving you QR codes to tell you to watch SmackDown and then QR codes on SmackDown that tell you to watch Raw. So here's my now. I think WWE should and will have an appearance by, by, by Bray Wyatt on Extreme Rules. What form that takes, that's what I think we should now be asking. Because yeah. I don't think it's in person. I look at this card and I cannot see really a, a match or feud I want to see him insert himself into. I guess you could have Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle. He's got the history with Seth Rollins. He's got a history with Randy Orton, which via proxy transfers itself to Riddle. But... They seem to be going for quite a legitimate sports-based thing. Yeah, I've got my own theories of where that's heading. Mm. So I don't think it's in that match. There's the Judgment Day match. There's Balor and Edge. He could be the another new leader. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's that no, either. I, I, I feel like that is, he should be the leader of the Dark Order <laughs> levels of like, you know, sort of simple booking and stuff. And I don't think I that's the way I forgot about for that. <laughs> and I don't think when that's the way everyone for should have been the leader for the Dark Order who was slightly spooky. spooky. <laughs> well, Bo Dallas has been released. He, he should, be, he should the, be the leader. The leader. Um, and the only other one I could see, like apart from McIntyre and Cross, to potentially throw him into the mix of McIntyre, Cross, Reigns, Owens, that sort of like a group of people that are around the world title but I don't think you immediately want to put him in that world title situation again but he could also cause McIntyre to lose benefits cross and then McIntyre and he's the new and... leader of cross <laughs> um, yeah because the white rap carrying cross confirmed it didn't he in those early days uh, Drew and Bray can spin out and you know Bray can ruin his character the only other match I could foresee mm. is Belair versus Bailey. Because Alexa Bliss is involved in some way. Oh. So because, like, Alexa Bliss is tied to The Fiend. She she killed The Fiend. She she effectively killed that gimmick dead. And what, then, what did happen? And then she, well, she showed up at WrestleMania on a, um, a Jack in the Box. Oh, yeah. Cursed him. And then he got beat by Randy Orton and we never saw him again. So she killed The Fiend. And then she took on The Fiend for about a year and no one liked it. Because it was the it was giving the big show the yes chance. Mm. WWE was like, Bray didn't get the fiend over. We got the fiend over. Give that to Alexa Bliss now. Lily, Lily Dole sells merch. Lily got over. I don't think Bliss uh actually you know what? I'll I take that back. It didn't get over with us, but I think it did get over with mm. a certain part of the uh, population. So I I will disagree. I will go back on that. And a few weeks ago when Bailey took on Bliss in the main event of Raw, the lights dipped down and sort of went red for a second. And people thought it was a tease. I think it was just a technical error. And no, people that's what they want you to think. And then on this week's Raw, during the backstage segment when they threw the QR code up on screen, it was in a Bliss segment. Mm. So I am putting two and two together to get five, but if you were to kind of debut someone who has got connections to him previously, there is an Alexa Bliss there, but we don't even, I think Bliss will be on this show because they'll tell the story of Bliss and Asuka coming down despite their injuries to help their 
best friend and their leader, Bianca Belair. But there is potentially there. I, I personally would not like to see it mm. there, but there is an option. So, I, yeah, I guess those are all possibilities. Um, I don't think we have an in-ring physical appearance by Bray. I think you you leave it to the end of the show, and I don't even know what the main event's going to be when I look at this card. I think it's the ladder match. You think it's Bailey Bliss? I think, it's, I think it's the biggest match on this card, okay. with the exception of maybe the fight bit. Well, you you cut um, just when you think everything's going to end. You know, even do the the little copyright logo in the corner. Oh well, I'll turn off my what? <laughs> it's Triple H's favorite NXT production trick. That's actually a really good shout. And then you go into video package. Exactly what we got with MJF's return at AEW All Out. Video package. You know, go two hard minutes of incomprehensible gobbledygook montage and then... Carry across country. <laughs> Joe Gacy <laughs> from NXT. <laughs> then you have the unveiling of Bray in whatever new character he has. Or uh, there's also the possibility, when you look at The Fiend, you it was, that was a long, drawn-out process. You had a month to six weeks of... Tiny clips, which I think a lot of people forget about, of just puppets going... Mercy the Buzz are just popping out of a buzz. And we... It wasn't great. No. No. But then, after a month of that, it it revealed itself as the Firefly Funhouse, which is one of the most spectacularly awesome things that's happened in wrestling in my lifetime. Um, So maybe these teases were that part, and now we're going to get the more over here is Bray in his latest vignette form, but we don't get, and I don't think we should get an in-ring Bray until, well, I don't want to say Crown Jewel. I want to say Survivor Series. Crown Jewel, though, innit? Oh, no. <laughs> here, <laughs> death there. Here's my question to you. If it is just a vignette, even if it is a vignette that says the White Rabbit is Bray Wyatt, do you think fans are disappointed by that because they are expecting Bray to be there in person? I think that will get a bad reaction. I Online, anyway. Online, yeah. I think it will be okay, especially if you follow it up on, on Monday's Raw. Uh, I think if it's just text, you know, James Bond will return in. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that will work, but I think all you need is... Love. Lo- Full-on, like, three minutes of crazy clips and whatever video essay he's been working on for his GCSE film studies submission. But then you just have everything goes black, five seconds, a, a, a lantern comes up, run, and that's it. I think that's all you need. I that's all cool. I certainly need. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. I'll be so interested to see what the reaction to this is going to be like when we review this at the weekend. When we review this on Sunday, whether or not it will be like, a, oh my God, this is amazing, or WWE have screwed this up and I'm actually annoyed now. I, I stayed up till 4 a.m. to see Bray Wyatt, and all I got was a tease to tell me to watch Raw the following day. I look, I think WWE should play this slow, and, uh, you know, they haven't actually... They've gone out of their way to not explicitly say it's happening. So uh, I, I, would, I would counsel us and everyone watching not to expect full-on mm-hmm. storyline, I'm back... But I think the next development of a tease is the smartest and narratively fulfilling way to go. I completely agree. Last thing I think we'll mm-hmm. sound is, though, is 
look at all those people that stopped watching after you just found out it was teasers. You what? mentioned well, you mentioned oh, four hundred thousand yeah. tuned in for SmackDown, then realized it was just more teasers, so didn't tune in again. Well, it's this isn't a te- it's not a tease though; it's a reveal of Bray Wyatt. But it's just further teasers. No, I don't think so because you're like, look, it's Bray Wyatt now. But it's further he is back. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you were the one who used the word tease. That's all. The oh yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> teases. I mean, Bray Wyatt enters his full-on vignette phase. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Should we do the actual card? Let's, let's go through it. It's a six-match card. Uh, we'll kick things off with the SmackDown Women's Championship match, an extreme rules match between the champion Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. Uh-oh, the chair is back, and... Oh! oh. Got, it, got, it. got to do the big sell. Uh, I would argue that the booking of Liv Morgan since Triple H has taken over has been, I'm not going to use the word bad, but not optimum mm. because she she did an interview recently where she said, I think my reactions I get now are like John Cena's reactions where the fans just boo me sometimes, but there are a person of the fans that cheer me. I was like, yeah, I know Liv, but just six months ago, everyone was cheering you. Yeah, it's it's. I agree 
Liv has been one of those people you would have expect to have succeeded under Triple H, but then you remember, hmm, was she actually in NXT that long? <laughs> or at all? And she was, but she didn't really do much. Yeah, so uh, it's quite obvious. I, and it's she's had this Ronda Rousey threat looming over because she cashed in the briefcase to get it from Rousey. Um, she's never really fully looked credible. As the champion, we've all just been waiting for Ronda to get her rematch and presumably win it back. Um, it's um, And I think that's my prediction. I think Ronda's going to win, which is very unfortunate because the story they've been telling is that Lacey has no killer instinct. Uh, Liv, not Lacey. Sorry, Lace, yeah, because Lace, she Lacey's hit. not even been there. <laughs> um, well, Liv beat up Lacey on Friday. It's another example mm. of someone you'd have thought had done quite well under Triple H, but maybe they're, maybe they're just waiting for her time. I... Would like to see Liv retain here because I think if Rousey just wins, this has been a dreadful championship run for for Liv Morgan and has done her zero favors to the point where you've almost Seth Rollins did like, well, now we've got to turn her heel mm. because we've got no other option. Uh, but I, if Liv wins, I would like to see her win decisively and convincingly. But Ronda is the biggest star here. The next big show we've got is Crown Jewel. So Ronda as champion going into Crown Jewel makes way more sense than Liv Morgan. And women women are okay there now. And women are fine there now. So I'm also going to say Ronda Rousey wins. I think the important view to have on this uh, is this: the last few months wasn't to build up Lacey. It was to... Live. Re- <laughs> Why do I keep saying that? <laughs> wasn't to build up Morgan. It was to recalibrate Ronda Rousey yeah. because she was getting booed quite heavily. People weren't into her. This has allowed her to transition into a tweener phase and the, the fans are reacting to her more positively. Yeah, and you can do Ronda Shayna mm-hmm. at Crown Jewel. Oh, yeah. Uh, up next, it's Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins in a fight pit match with Daniel Cormier as the special guest referee. Not Ken Shamrock! I was disappointed as well that it's not big old Ken, but um, nope, it is Daniel Cormier who uh, sent in a wonderful cameo on Raw <laughs> to announce he was the special guest referee. I Here's my big prediction for this. Matt Riddle wins. Seth Rollins blames Daniel Cormier for the loss. Seth Rollins beats Bobby Lashley on Raw and wins the United States Championship and it's Seth Rollins versus Daniel Cormier for the US title at Crown Jewel. You've just become a sports entertainer. Thank Congratulations, you. that is the Be- way to book. Because I was looking at this and I was like, man, like Rollins, I, I was writing my notes like, well, Rollins needs to win at Fight Pit because he's got the US title match the following night. And I was like, oh no, he's got the US title match the following night to rehabilitate the loss he's going to mm. suffer in the Fight Pits. So, and then I was like, well, who's he going to face at Crown? Oh, Daniel Cormier is right there. And you can use that as a storyline. Now I will say, I posted this up on Twitter and everyone said, you're missing the big picture. It's Daniel Cormier versus Brock Lesnar at uh, Crown Jewel, which I think is also totally reasonable. But I think there's a better storyline here, feeding out of fight pits to do Rollins versus Cormier. And Cormier's a massive Rollins fan as Mm. well. I think Cormier's definitely going to get involved in some... Well, he's a special guest referee, but physically unfairly involved. You say that, but Jeff Jarrett didn't get involved at SummerSlam, and he was the special oh, guest referee. Uh, but I think Daniel Cormier's always wanted to get in the ring. He was going to be a pro wrestler with TNA um, before he got into MMA. So he's a big wrestling fan. I think this is the start of him becoming a... WWE Logan Paul Bad Bunny style 
part-time performer. Brought in for SummerSlam, brought in for Mania, brought in for uh, yeah. the Saudi shows. Which is great. Which I think that's a really smart move by them. Um, I th- Matt Riddle's got to win. It's his stipulation. He lost the previous match. This makes them one apiece. And then if Seth's got the US title, I think you, you go off of that and you have Riddle versus Rollins for the US title. I don't know if you go right into Rollins versus Cormier at Crown Jewel. I think that's that feels like a crown jewel match mm-hmm. more than a, a rematch between these two. I also think this is the end of the feud. Okay. I think this one a piece. Well, I think that Triple H wants to use Fight Pit as his new Hell in a Cell mm. because they gave it a massive video package on Raw to highlight this is like the big new stipulation that we're trying to sell people on. And I think he wants to use this use this as a feud ender. It only gets brought out like once a year, maybe even not even once a year, to be like, a, oh man, I cannot believe that the feud has got so intense, we have to go into this location. And I think this this ends the feud between the two of them. And by 2026, <laughs> WWE presents to you its latest premium live event, Fight Pit. Every match is a fight pit. <laughs> Works so well for TNA and Lockdown. For the 24-7 title, Fight Pit. <laughs> Um, so you got Riddle as well? Yes. Yeah, I've got Riddle too. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Thankfully, it's not a fireball match. <laughs> um, what do you reckon for this one? I think Drew is incredibly protected. Um, but this is Karrion... So was Cross in NXT. This is his first proper test. Uh, Cross needs to win. I think you can get around that with Scarlett Bordeaux interfering. The strap match stipulation allows for some shenanigans i think drew can lose um although god he did lose at clash of the castle and i don't know to be honest but if i look at the overall picture cross needs this more than drew so i'm gonna go with cross yeah i think i agree with you i think cross this is his first big pay-per-view match and i think you want to give him a big win mm-hmm. over drew mcintyre um choke him out with the the cross jacket and then you know i i think they'll go with with cross here i'd like to see drew win but i think we're going to try and cool off drew somewhat before we build him back up again for another title match mm-hmm. and we'll go with cross for a while i think they're gonna have a rematch in crown jewel that's where drew gets the win okay uh up next for the raw women's championship which i think could possibly be the main event if it's not fight pit bianca belair the champion defending against bailey with damage control in a ladder match mm. This should be really good. Yeah. Um, all that, well, it should be really good. I am slightly worried because Bailey's in-ring work since coming back has ranged from fine to, oh, she's a bit rusty there because she was out with an injury for 18 months. To then immediately go into your first proper big singles match with a ladder stipulation. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's naughty. It is not. Also, they said on Raw, this is the first time the women's championships ever been defended in a ladder match. Mm. So big, big. Expect James Ellsworth to win it. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think uh, Bel Air retains here. Okay. Because they've set up the storyline on Raw that Damage Cutrell have taken out and friends, which is Bianca Belair's group of Alexa Bliss and Asuka. And I think you're going to have Dakota Kai and Io Sky getting involved, three-on-one beatdown. Bliss and Asuka valiantly, despite their injuries, come down to make the save. They stop uh, Damage Control from getting involved, straight up one-on-one, and I think Bianca Belair wins over Bailey here. Mm. I... uh, I Credit to WWE and Triple H's booking. A lot of these matches, I'm genuinely like, oh, could go either way. Could go either way, and that's what you want. You don't want everything to be so predictable, White Rabbit. Uh, (laughs) I, 
I look at it, I can totally see that happening, but I am going to go for Bailey purely because I think that having all the belts in control would look awesome. And they, yeah, well, te- look, the real reason is because Tempest said before I went in here, oh, I booked a really good finish for that match. I said, what is it? And he said, uh, Bailey ties Belair's braid around the bottom rung of the ladder and she can't stop mm-hmm. Bailey getting to the top. I was like, Okay, Bailey's winning. Here's my uh, here's my finish to follow on from that. Is Bianca Belair realizes that she can't climb up the ladder. Bailey's there, yucking it up as the heel as she climbs up. Belair gets off and she uses her braid to tip the ladder over. Could also ripping happen. her own head off in the process, I would imagine. Or because she's so strong, her hair just <laughs> picks up the ladder, dumps <laughs> Bailey out. I, I'm quite confident in Belair retaining okay. to be honest here I you said that yeah damage control will look great with all the titles but we thought that when they went into the women's championship uh, tag match finals and mm. look what happened there so I think we do this at a different time maybe it's a crown jewel I actually expect some of these will just be rematched at uh, crown jewel but yeah and I think maybe that's where Bailey wins um, up next in it's, a big baggy t-shirt of course. It's the brawling brutes of Seamus Ridge Holland and Butch versus Imperium of Gunther Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci in a good old fashioned Donny Brook match. Put the belt on Seamus. We're going to lump in some SmackDown predictions because that's this Friday before this show that Seamus and, and Gunther are fighting for the Intercontinental title. One of the best matches in WWE in years. Since that Clash at the Castle match, Seamus has just felt renewed. It's become my favourite thing on SmackDown. Oh. Like, the Bloodline aren't on the show, you know, in full force aren't on the show. This is the best thing on, on SmackDown every week. It, it's crazy, like, how close this was pre-Triple H taking over, but they were all in cartoon outfits and stuff like that. But now... Um, yeah, I cannot wait. So I think hopefully Sheamus wins the Intercontinental title on Friday and then the Imperium can get the win in this six-man tag and you just you can keep this feud going. I think Gunther retains the Intercontinental title on SmackDown and the Brawling Brutes pick up the win here to set up Sheamus versus Gunther for the title at Crown Jewel and that's where Sheamus wins. But then Sheamus has lost it. Lost singles matches twice. Yeah, but then he's won a six-man tag, and then he wins the belt in uh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, but Pete Dunne pinned Ludwig Kaiser, so well, Sheamus should get a rematch. I, I think Sheamus pins Gunther in this. Okay. I think Sheamus pins Gunther in the six-man tag, and that's what sets up the... And you do it as a big stip match. So you maybe you do it as a cage match where none of the other lot can get involved. I think Sheamus has caught fire so well... You can call an audible and have them trade this belt back and forth for a few months. I think he's caught fire so much that the crown prince should be the person (laughs) to see this big title win. Pays the bucks. And lastly, uh, I didn't expect this to be one of the big talking points, but it actually has become. It's Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. Hmm. I feel like Balor needs this. I, I, I really feel like Edge doesn't. Oh, Edge Edge 100% does not need this win. Because I thought... Edge came back and said, I want to work with all these young guys and I want to put you all over. And I went back and had a look. Uh, This is reverse chronological order. So the young people he's beaten most recently to to last year, Dominic Mysterio, Damian Priest, both members of Judgment Day uh, at Clash at the Castle, AJ Styles, twice, Maurice and The Miz, The Miz in singles competition, and then Seth Rollins. The last time Edge lost 
was the 10th of September last year to Seth Rollins on SmackDown. Yeah. I think Edge needs to put over Balor here. And I think he will. There was that WrestleVotes report that said that Finn Balor is being groomed to be like one of the top guys in WWE. And I think the win he got on Raw, a dominant win mm. over AJ and Ray, sets him up here to also get this big win over Edge. Edge can go away for a while. And I think that Triple H is all in on Judgment Day. He really, really loves mm. that group. They open most weeks of Raw. They get long promo segments. It's like, the, it's like DX and the, the regime back in the day. And they're now starting this feud with AJ. I think we're going to see Gallows and Anderson come back and we're going to do some Bullet Club stuff, oh. which Triple H also really likes. And we'll do some faction warfare between those two groups. And I think he is all mm. in on Balor and Judgment Day that he's going to get a big win here. I think I think Balor, I'm actually pretty confident Balor wins. Mm. I We were fancy booking in the office again and we came up with... Rhea Ripley gets Beth Phoenix in a chair or something. Mm. That distracts Edge enough for Finn to get the win. Well, it's an I quit match, so I think he doesn't need to distract him. It's just oh, like a case of, of like, like Edge, like, you know, if the Beth's in the chair, he was just like quit so you don't hurt Beth. I think that's that's a really nice way to protect everyone involved. I think it's a beautiful way to end this mm. match as well, yeah. Edge doesn't quit because he's been beaten down too much. He quits to protect his wife. I think that's a really, really nice way to finish this. And it gives Balor this amazing big win. Because mm. you're right, like, Edge does not need to win here. And I think Balor really does. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Please let us know your predictions down in the comments below. And also press the subscribe button because we've got a full review, podcast review of the show going up this Sunday. But for now, I've been Ollie Davis. This has been Luke Owen, DAD. Jam that jam. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and protecting. Potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 